When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we're all realizing that the quality of our air, and particularly the quality of our indoor air, is really darn important. I'm so excited to tell you about Puro Air because in 30 minutes, this device will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called a HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. I keep my Puro Air running upstairs where the bedrooms are all night. I love that it's quiet. Cleaner air just hits different, doesn't it? Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at getpuroair.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. One more time for the people in the back, getpuroair.com. Well, hello there, listeners, and welcome back. My name is Stephanie Safarian, and you're listening to another Headlines episode where we cover breaking environmental news. Today, of course, it is still Climate Optimism Week, so I have feel-good stories. This is easy listening today. And so let's get right into story number one, and that is all about the healing effects of nature on humans. Now, let me say right off the bat, there is so much research into the ways in which the natural world impacts our well-being. And perhaps you've experienced some of these wellness improvements after you've gone for a walk in the woods or stared out at the blue expanse of the ocean. The biophilia hypothesis argues that since our ancestors evolved in wild settings and relied on the environment for survival, we all in us have an innate drive to connect with nature. So let's go through very quickly what science has said in the past about nature on well-being, and then we'll get into what the headline is, what the new research says. So there are cognitive benefits. Green spaces near schools, for example, promote cognitive development in children, and green views near children's home tend to promote self-control behaviors. Crazy. Just a few moments of being in nature can perk up a tired brain. So if you're feeling that afternoon slump, just go outside for a minute or two. Nature might make us nicer to other people and to the planet. So we might be nicer to other people in our lives with more nature in our lives, but we also may engage in more environmentally friendly behaviors. People who feel more connected to nature have a greater sense of contentment that goes beyond just feeling good. It includes having a meaningful purpose in life. Holy moly, can nature give us a purpose? Amazing. And now we're on to the most recent research out last week. Two studies found that seeing or hearing birds can be good for our mental health. Birds help us feel more connected with nature and birdsong may allow us to engage in what the researchers called soft fascination, which holds our attention while also allows our attention to replenish. Pretty cool. All right, we're moving on to Switzerland. Voters in Switzerland approved a climate bill that targets net zero emissions by 2050. This is a story of people coming together to pass meaningful legislation 
A majority of Swiss citizens, 59.1% to be exact, voted in favor of a bill aimed at introducing new climate measures to cut the nation's greenhouse gas emissions. So 59.1% voted for it, 40.9% voted against. This is a big win for the planet. So this referendum was, of course, sparked by campaigns by scientists and environmentalists to save Switzerland's glaciers. And if you've ever seen them in person, I have been fortunate to have seen them in person. They are worth saving. They're melting at an alarming rate. Last year, they lost more than 6% of their volume. And this really alarmed scientists who said that a loss of just 2% would have once been considered extreme. So, of course, Backers of the plan argued that Switzerland will be hard hit by global warming, while the nationalist Swiss People's Party claimed that the proposed referendum would cause electricity prices to rise. We're going on to feel-good story number three, Climate Optimism Week. Easy listening today. And this story is a story about saving endangered species. There have been many recent births at the Smithsonian's National Zoo and its Conservation Biology Institute. This is in Front Royal, Virginia, by the way. There have been a lot of births. I just want to talk about three of them, three particularly special ones. A black-footed ferret gave birth to a litter of six kits. These black-footed ferrets, they were once extinct here in North America, but they're making a comeback because of breeding programs like this one. A western lowland gorilla was born in late May, and zoo officials were super excited about this birth because in the past two decades, the population of western lowland gorillas in the wild has declined by 60%. So every baby gorilla is a reason to celebrate. And finally, I want to talk about the recent birth of 400, yes, 400 Panamanian golden frogs. They hatched at the zoo's facility. They are not on exhibit right now because they are the size of a grain of rice. But again, the zoo is, of course, super excited about the arrival of these frogs because 400, that's a lot, right? These Panamanian golden frogs are nearly extinct in the wild there is a deadly fungus that damages their skin and eventually targets their respiration. So 400 new baby Panamanian golden frogs at the Smithsonian's National Zoo and its Conservation Biology Institute. We're going to take our quick ad break. And when we come back, I have two more positive stories for you. I'll see you in a minute. So many of us have chaotic closets that are crammed full of clothing items, and yet somehow we still have nothing to wear. Well, upgrading to high quality and affordable pieces from Quince when you need them is a game changer. They offer organic cotton sweaters and washable silk tops. My 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters are my go-to. Not only are they affordable, but the quality is top-notch, 
They wear better than the cashmere sweaters that are double their price. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash sustainable podcast for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash sustainable podcast to get free shipping and 365 day returns. One more time, quince.com slash sustainable podcast. Hello, Sustainable Minimalist listeners. Are you committed to living a greener and simpler life? Well, meet Home Threads, your ally in more sustainable and minimalist home decor. As the total destination for decor and furniture, Home Threads helps you define your minimalist lifestyle while respecting the planet. Discover their exclusive Haven collection. They use many sustainable materials without compromising on style. And here's the best part. Home Threads always has the best value. It was time. After nine years of living in our home, it was time to replace our outdoor furniture. And my husband and I, we went to Home Threads. We have a Home Threads patio umbrella and a new bench. And oh my goodness, we are so in love. Create a home that reflects your commitment to the environment. Visit homethreads.com slash sustainable and get a code for 15% off your first order. Homethreads.com slash sustainable. Love where you live. And we're back. We're talking only positive news headlines as it relates to environmental issues Today And now we're moving to the Clarion-Clipperton zone, which is a region at the bottom of the ocean. It's about the size of India, and it is sandwiched between Mexico and Hawaii. I wanted to cover this story today because it really exemplifies all we still do not know about this planet and its beauty. So at the bottom of the ocean in this Clarion-Clipperton zone, there are these things that look like potatoes. They're not potatoes, they're rocks. And these potato-looking rocks have been built up over millions of years. They're not called potatoes, they're not called rocks, they're called polymetallic nodules. And these minerals are like treasure to us right now because these polymetallic nodules have the minerals in which to fuel our increasingly electric way of life, to manufacture our electric vehicles and our batteries and the other key pieces that go into a low-carbon economy, we need a lot of metal, hence these potato-looking nodules at the bottom of the ocean. Now, the positive news part of this story comes with the fact that Because we may be mining this area soon, scientists are looking into, you know, what's going on way down there. A new analysis of this zone estimates that there are about 5,000 sea animals that live there that are completely new to science. 5,000 animals that live there that we don't even know about. Crazy. Over 700 marine science and policy experts are calling for a pause on mining this area until, and I quote, until sufficient and robust scientific information has been obtained. So let's not go in there and destroy it before we can more fully understand the 5,000-ish species that live there that are new to science. Crazy. 
And finally, my final story for you today is a quick one, and it is that there are fewer climate deniers here in America these days. This is a positive news story about the changing tide. It is a slow-changing tide, but it is changing nonetheless. Blatant climate denialism surged online in 2022. And that's not according to me. That's according to an analysis that was published in January of this year. But that high percentage of American climate deniers, it's down. It's at its lowest level in a while. In the U.S. in 2020, 6% of people said climate change wasn't real, and another 9% said that, yes, global warming was happening, but not because of what humans are doing. Now, fast forward to today, a majority of Americans support the U.S. becoming carbon neutral by 2050. Nearly 7 in 10 Americans favor the U.S. taking steps to become carbon neutral, again, by 2050. And while Americans are still reluctant to phase out fossil fuels altogether, younger adults are more open to it. So about 3 in 10 Americans say the U.S. should completely phase out oil and coal and natural gas. But when younger Americans are polled, ages 18 to 29, as many as 48% say the U.S. should exclusively use renewables. So the tide, it is a change in. It's a slow tide, but it's changing. Listeners, I so hope you enjoyed these positive, easy listening news headlines today. I also hope you enjoyed Climate Optimism Week. I will see you on Tuesday where we are discussing elimination communication. I'm so excited for it. I'll see you Tuesday. You have homework. Reach out if you need me. Leave the show a review if you listen on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, then thank you. And number three, talk to somebody about a news headline, a positive news headline that you just learned about. There's your homework. I'll see you on Tuesday. Have an amazing, phenomenal weekend and take care.